Hello, my name is Samuel George London, and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book writer Sam Willis about what comics he would take into an asteroid impact apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Comic Scene, where you can read comic news and become part of a community of fellow comic lovers. To find out more, be sure to visit comicscene.org. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Sam Willis. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Kind of like a standard Sunday with the with the kids, um, oh. you know, heading to a park, and then um, like in the morning a playground, and then oh, nice. you know, bike, bike riding in the afternoons. So all good in the hood. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. Uh, we just launched our Kickstarter this morning. Uh, had had something to eat, and we're uh, you know we're in here, and then I'm probably going to do a little bit more writing uh, when I get out of here. <laughs> so sure, full day, full day. Excellent. You bet. You bet. Um, and for anyone that hasn't come across you just yet um, in the world of comics, uh, what do you do in the world of comics? Um, so right now, I am the co-creator slash writer slash um, orchestrating our team of just uh, pretty much getting everything done raise-related for our comics. So um, which is pretty much my my job title at the current moment. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and before we head into what Raze is all about, um, where can people find you online? Um, you can actually find me on uh, Twitter. Um, I actually, uh, I had to create a new Twitter. So you can follow me um, at Raze Comics, and it's spelled with a K, C-O-M-I-K-S. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, um we're also on global comics which is a digital platform for for Mm -hmm. all things comic book related um you can also find us on amazon too if you're trying to uh, get a physical copy of the book excellent excellent and uh, of course all of those links are in the show notes folks so feel free to go check out uh uh, raise itself and and follow sam uh wherever you um tend to hang out um on the internet these days um now um you mentioned about Rays, and you're on to your sixth issue now mm. for it. So, 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 give us, uh, give us a breakdown of kind of what what Rays is all about. Yeah, so, so the way we do it is, I think uh, the story kind of very varies issue to issue. But to kind of give you just our elevator pitch, um, a mysterious infection has broke out in upstate New York. Um, not a lot of people have a lot of answers, um, and it's just very fast paced. So. Not a whole bunch of answers, more a survival from our a our crew of characters who are just kind of left on a bridge to kind of deal with the repercussions of the environment. So it is very survival based. And as we go through the story, um, you're going to find out more about these characters, more about the infection and pretty much where the storylines are going to lead up to. Excellent. Um, and then you've got a, uh, a co-creator um, yes. uh, who's, who's attached as well. Yes, correct. His name's Trey Prim. Um, he's actually been the writer on this project with me since the inception. Um, he actually is the one who drew issue one. Um, mm. He did some of the inking and shading for issue two um, and three. And 
a little bit of four too and then uh he <laughs> actually uh drew from pages pretty much the whole book of issue five and um this new issue we actually hired a new artist so we could kind of focus on you know us writing and us crafting the best story possible mm-hmm you bet, you bet. That's awesome, man. Um, well, uh, everybody, go check out uh, Ray's on Kickstarter. Um, as of recording this, you'll have like twenty-two days left when when this recording goes out. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, no, um, folks, go go check it out because uh, yeah, as you said, yeah, you launched it at, at, at ten o'clock this morning. Correct. Yes. yes <laughs> as we're yes. recording. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I know that I know the feeling. It's always. Uh, kind of full on isn't it oh um, yeah oh yeah <laughs> totally man but uh yeah no um so folks go go check out Ray's um and if it's your bag make sure that you back it um so uh yeah no th- thanks uh for coming on Sam um but uh that being said I do have some bad news and and just as you've launched your kickstarter um it's just been announced on the news that an asteroid is heading to the eastern coast of America um, oh, so my question for you is what what is going to be your action plan for survival in this asteroid impact apocalypse oh man um i'm definitely gonna need to go to the liquor store to digest that uh <laughs> that news <laughs> yeah sure uh, man. as well uh, double down <laughs> um honestly i th- i feel like i'd be in a good spot because i'm i'm actually like in this apartment complex and we're on the fourth floor right now but there's like uh we have like a storage facility so if anything i could just i could just go underground you know get a bunch of supplies get some food some water my cat um and we just probably just hang out in the storage facility till 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 uh yes nice, you know before the asteroid hits so that way uh you know cross our fingers hope hopefully everything goes smooth yeah exactly <laughs> and then you, you just have to wait it out yeah, absolutely. That's why you awesome. bring the food, the drinks, the cat. You got the free yeah, entertainment. Exactly, you got the you got enough to survive. Awesome, dude. Um, so yeah, whilst you're hanging out with your cat in the basement, um, <laughs> kind of you know, you, you get to that point, you know, in Castaway where Tom Hanks starts starts speaking to Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, you start speaking to the cat, and you I think that you're so drunk at this point that the cat starts speaking back to you. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, oh, and so uh, the cat asks you, "What's what's the first comic you remember enjoying?" Oh, the first comic I remember enjoying. Um, so the funny thing is, when I was a kid, I actually had like the Avengers coloring book, and then mm. I remember um, I grew up um, like right where I was raised. I want to say there was a comic book store like right down the street. Um, from my house and i was a, I'm, i still am but i was a big spider-man guy um and so i think that was one of my first comics that i can remember um and after that it was just like going on google and like looking up different suits and it kind of just you know you go down that rabbit hole and then you're like six hours later looking up dc marvel different storylines and just getting engulfed mm. into that into that uh genre Nice man, nice. Um, and so, um, obviously, that's kind of where it all started. Um, but kind of from that point, were you trying to create your own story straight away, or um, were you just reading at first, or how did it go? Um, so it's funny because <clears throat> when I was in grade school, I uh, 
it's kind of like pre-comics before comics, but I would find the best like drawer in the or the best artist in the class and I would create like I didn't even really not that I didn't know comics like I knew comics, but I didn't know how to f- like format it. So it's like, you know, I was writing stories and I just kind of wanted to see how they would look and whatnot. And I was doing that when I was in like third grade. Um, and, you know, I kind of feel like it's 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 always been there, you know, since I was a kid. So it's it's kind of just it's it, it was just kind of common sense to still be in the comic book genre, you know. You bet, man. Um, lean into your strengths. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nice man. Uh, right, well, heading back to our talking cat in the basement. Um, <laughs> the next question that crops up is: What's the funniest comic or mo- most laugh out loud moment in a comic that you've read? Um, so I actually just read this. I want to say it's probably been it's probably been a year. Um, which I might get mixed reactions from people on the internet, but I found um, I think I was in like Target or something. I was or. I don't, I don't even remember where I was, but I found like a, a Deadpool manga. Like they did, someone did like the manga art for a Deadpool comic. And it was like, a, it was like, it wasn't just like a single issue. It was like, I want to say it was like a volume or, or whatnot. But I was, I was reading that and I was, I was dying of laughter because it's so, it, it, they just like break the fourth wall so much in, in that, in that story to the point where mm. they're like making fun of, people who are doing the art on the comic book which i just thought was very Hmm. witty and funny and i think that's probably one of the one of the ones that made me laugh really hard that's awesome man and that's so great like when you come across just like a a random comic like that Mm -hmm. just in like a target like it just takes you fancy but yeah you get real uh real value from it <laughs> absolutely well i just like i was just walking i'm like oh that this i'm like oh it's a deadpool comic i opened it up and i saw it was like manga style and i'm like i'm a huge manga fan so i'm like all right i i, I gotta get this you know even if even if it's nice. like it's not my favorite book but at least like i have something that's a little bit different you know that's awesome man that's awesome um now uh the cat decides to kind of change gears a little bit mm-hmm. and ask you what's the saddest comic or most upsetting moment in a comic that you've read um man that's a good question um i would say most recently just because it's like pretty messed up was um i read uh when i worked at my old job uh one of my coworkers had like the um had the omnibus for the uh invincible comics so he had like um he had like these giant books of them and i I think he had like three of them and i read the i read the first one and the first one was like i would say i cried but i like i felt bad because like his dad was whooping his ass really (laughs) really bad um and then you're kind of like i don't know that whole scene was like damn that's kicking the teeth quite literally mm-hmm. i think right at one point. yeah yeah no literally <laughs> literally so but, yeah but, oh that's great man but yeah i would say that that was probably the, the, one of the saddest ones i've read mm. recently i should say yeah totally. you have know? you have you read all of invincible so I didn't read all of it. I want to say I read like eighty nice. percent of 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 the series, 
because I yeah. ended up leaving the job uh, right before I finished the last book. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's a shame. Yeah, no, because yeah. I mean, obviously, it kind of it, it ticks up at the end, but you know, there's yeah. some sad, some pretty sad moments in the oh, in the yeah. run up to like the final issues and oh, stuff, 100%. and uh, of course, like Robert Kirkman isn't gonna not not you know, yeah, <laughs> make yeah, us, yeah, yeah. Make he, us he work for the ending. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, no, that's cool, man. But it's well worth reading. So. Uh, yeah, when you get a chance. Um, so heading back to our, um, you know, speaking cat, and I think you, you're getting yes. quite um, kind of psychedelic at this point. I don't know if you like had some like absinthe <laughs> or something, or like, just, oh, yeah, something. just maybe some laced, you know, laced beer or something. Who knows? Um, but right. anyway, so um, your cat asks, what's the scariest comic or most horrifying moment in a comic that you've read? Oh, scariest in a comic. Um, man. Um, you know, it's it's funny because I don't think I read that many mainstream horror comics. You know, I think for me, my tolerance is very high when it comes to uh, when it comes to horror and what really scares me. Um, I want to say there's like. I read it a, a long time ago is um well it's between two moments w- one was when I really first started like reading up on comics and like trying to pretty much like learn the craft when we first started getting started um and one of the comics just because of the lighting of it I really liked and the kind of the way they did the art style too was uh they they had like a small run of like 30 days of night and I think one of the panels was like one of the vampires it just looked very creepy. It was like a dark hallway and it's set in Alaska. So it's just like all those elements together, I think, uh, just worked. And the way they set up the panel was really cool. Um, and I want to say there is, I don't know what the name of it is, but my, my co-creator showed me there's, um, there's this, there's this manga where it's like, um, I'm going to butcher this. I know I am, but I'm going to try to remember as much as I possibly can. There's this manga where it's like, um, it's like these floating heads and they like follow you around something of that sort where like, if I think if like they get to you, they kill you or something. It's, it's really creepy and really Mm. weird. I think it's the, uh, the hanging balloons. Is that what you're thinking of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 He showed me a while ago, so I'm I'm trying to remember it. But um, when he showed me that, I was like, "Yo, what the heck? What what is this?" That's Junji Ito for you. That's Junji Ito for you. I mean, what a a mind. (laughs) Yep. So when he showed me that, I'm like, "Dude, this is terrifying. Like, this is like straight like nightmare fuel, you know." Straight out, man. I mean, yeah, it's proper nightmare f- mm-hmm. fuel. Um, and uh, I just, I have no idea where that guy gets his his kind of perspective <laughs> on the world. You know, just like some of the stuff that he's come up with. Is I, I hope out. he never goes on a psychedelic trip. Yeah, right. No, I don't think he needs it. Um, <laughs> it seems like he's he's yeah, got no, he's got no, it covered no. already. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Awesome, man. Uh, well, uh, moving on to my favourite question. Um, and the cat at this point has a has a big Cheshire grin uh, on its face. Um, what's your favourite cover? Like of all time? You bet. Um, 
Honestly, I'm gonna go super basic just because it's very iconic to me. It's the uh, Frank Frank Miller, um, the the I think it's the Dark Knight cover. It's like he's on the side of the building, the rain's coming down. Yeah. I think he has the grappling hook. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just because how iconic it is, mm-hmm. I think it's just like <clears throat> my thing with covers too is like I I. I don't get me wrong. I love the art, but like for me, it's always like a simple thing, like a simple but like interesting design for a cover. Always, just always takes it for me. You know, if it's yeah. overcomplicating, there's a lot of like pieces going on in the cover. I'm not as intrigued. But if it's like a really good design and it's simple and it's right to the point, mm-hmm. it, that's when I'm. That's when I become like a very big fan of a cover you bet man you bet no um it's uh it is it's an iconic one and uh yeah no it's uh it's just so great when somebody just nails it just with a simple design but like it encapsulates right. everything um right. and uh it, it can be frustrating though can't it because like you know some people can come in and be like you know oh i, I could do that and it's like well Come on, like even though it looks easy, it is not easy <laughs> at all to do that. Like there's, uh, there's just there's so much knowledge and uh, you know thought behind the simplicity of the design. Um, doesn't doesn't mean 100%. that it's easy at all. <laughs> oh no, I mean we, I mean the the hardest thing is like some of our covers, like the the covers we make is there's a whole format because we do it a certain way, and coming up with the idea is sometimes harder than coming up with the storyline for some of these issues because it's so like involved mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you want it to look good too yeah exactly exactly man um that's right cool um well um the the next question that comes up from our uh our feline friend is uh what what mm-hmm. comic do you repeatedly read the most honestly i I hate to do this, but I'm going to give a shout out to to my peers. Um, you know, I think the the best part about being in the indie space is there's so many great comics around us. Um, we're actually we know a lot of different indie creators, and some of them we talk to them on on literally a day to day basis. Um, so shout out to Avalon and Path of the Pale Rider because they kind of they're another zombie comic, but it's just like it's one of those things where you read their comics and then you're like, oh man. I, I got to keep up, you know, like I got to do whatever I got to do to maintain because they're busting their, their, their hump over there. So we got to do the same thing. And I think that's something I, I want to say I do on a week to week basis, you know, of just trying to create the best story, the best art, the best overall project. Um, and they definitely give me a run for my money. That's awesome, man. And it's, it's great to have that community as well. Right. Um, and kind of it gets, gets paid back to you, but it's kind of it's just so enjoyable being being part of that. So that's nice, man. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's it's awesome. I mean, the indie space is amazing. I mean, the friends I've made, the people I've met, it's 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 incredible. You bet, man. You bet. Um, and uh, kind of following that, um, the next question is: What's the most meaningful comic to you? Um, most meaningful comic to me. Um, 
I think I'm just gonna go very, very classic on it. Uh, it was probably it's the first anime I ever watched, and there's a lot of times just going back to it and just uh, kind of like jumping back into my childhood. Um, I my first anime was Dragon Ball Z, so that's the thing that like I kind of constantly kind of go back to just for nostalgic purposes. Um, and I think that's something that um, you know it's just it's just good to go back and kind of see. I mean, it was done a long time ago. Mm. I think Dragon Ball came out what, or no, Dragon Ball came out in like the eighties, yeah, or late eighties. Um, and I think Dragon Ball Z was early nineties. But it's it's cool to kind of go back and it kind of it still stands the test of time too, which is kind of crazy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you make a book that's almost 20, 20 30 years old, mm-hmm. and it's and it's still uh, it's still kind of up to par with some of the art that's coming out now, which is just just crazy totally man yeah no 1984 it all started yeah um absolutely crazy i mean it just the longevity of it is insane right yeah insane i mean and there's there's a lot of franchises like that who are going like yeah 30 35 years and it's exactly uh, it's crazy. yeah and i mean what, what what's amazing about kind of manga and anime and stuff like that is just like how how little um kind of you know western audiences really know about it and then like you know a, a, a one piece netflix series comes out um and then like yeah no just people become aware that you know there's this uh manga that's been going on for decades and is you know thousands oh, yeah. of volumes long and it has millions of fans um in asia and mm-hmm. stuff i mean lo- lots in america of mm-hmm. course as well and europe um but uh yeah no um it's just it, it opens up a whole new world I think, doesn't it? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how you bridge like the two, two different parts of the world though. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's like a beautiful thing. It is exactly that, man. Exactly that. Nice. Uh, Now, uh, again, following that, uh, what's the most underrated comic that you've read? Oh man. The most underrated comic I've read. Um... Honestly, I want to say, and I don't know if it's, see, I, I don't know how popular it is, but I, I feel like it's very underrated just because it was like stylistically was so, was so cool, was so dang cool. Um, It's one of the, I forget, I, I forget what the name of the comic is because it's been such a long time since I read it, but it's one of the, um, it's one of the Joker, like they did, like I think, like a, I think they did like a five issue, like arc for this, um, but they did it in um, like noir style. So like the whole book was pretty much like almost like detective based, but the realism and the colors, and I believe a lot of it was in like black and gray and white, um, and it was just it like to me, I was I was like fascinated with it. Um, I, I, it's just, it was just a very different, I think, take on the whole, on the whole Batman universe. Like I know for a fact that Batman does a lot of like detective and you get some of that North style a little bit, Mm -hmm. but this was like full, like full leaning into that style and that genre, which I just thought was really cool. Nice man. Yeah, no, um, it's good when something takes you by surprise. Right, right. (laughs) Isn't it? That's that's awesome, dude. Uh, now, uh, coming on to our um, penultimate, uh, well, even our last question in regards to comics, mm-hmm. 
if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, which would it be? Is it bad to say my own? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, man. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Um, no, I don't know. That's 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 too like <laughs> egotistical. I don't know if I, I, know if, I could, if I can agree to that. Um, yeah. Um, honestly. Just because it's so dang entertaining, I would probably if like is it got to be one issue or can it be like a full you can have a for the, the the full collection. Okay, I definitely think I would bring Demon Slayer into 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 you know if it was if it was like a survival thing yeah. where I only had one book I could read because I mean they've got like they've got a lot of issues yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I. Yeah, I remember when I started reading at work, I like got halfway through it and that took me like that took me a few months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I would definitely be busy and I definitely think it would be entertaining. Um and yeah, I think I think that's what I would go with, to be quite honest. Fair play, man. Fair play. Awesome. Uh well, sa- oh, and then uh in addition, sorry, to um Demon Slayer, what weapon, tool, or useful item? Would you like to take with you as well? Um, honest, um, oh, I know. So, my, mm. <laughs> probably, uh, so my co-creator for one of my birthday gifts gave me. Uh, he gave me like this machete because I was like obsessed with Friday Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and he gave it to me as a birthday present. And it's still in like the packaging and everything, but that's probably what I would yeah. take. You know, it's probably still sharp, hasn't been opened. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. So that's right. That's right. My weapon of you choice. You bet. Trusty machete. Um, you can't. You yeah. can't go wrong with that. Oh, that's great. Nice one, yeah. Sam. Um, right. Excellent. Well, Sam Willis, thank you so much for sharing your comics for the apocalypse. It's been a real pleasure. Oh yeah, thank you for having me, buddy. No worries. And uh, again, for the listeners, one more time, uh, where can they find you online? Yep. So they can um they can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Just go follow Raise Comics. It's R A Z E C O M I C S. And for my personal Twitter, it's Raise Comics C O M I C or C O M I K S. Um, and you can also find us on Amazon Global Comics, and we are kickstarting our sixth issue. So if you want to come check that out, um. We will be doing that. Nice, man. Well, Sam Willis, thank you so much for coming on Comics of the Apocalypse. And uh, best of luck with the rest of the campaign. Thank you very much. Awesome. No worries, dude. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks again to Sam for being on Comics for the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will it let me know that you liked it, but I believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Sam's work or follow him on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential art stuff and finally as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the near future i'll see you next time bye for now